Good morning. This week, The Takeaway is taking a power trip, hence that special music. All this week, John Hockenberry is on the road talking to innovators, scientists, and investors who are transforming the future of energy. Think about your electricity bill. For many of us, the amount due spikes in the summer months when, of course, we're cranking up the AC. Is that how it has to be? John Webley, a PAC streamline of PAC Streamline, is thinking differently about cooling our buildings. He spoke with John Hockenberry about how an air conditioner might cool a room using the same technology that the human body uses to cool itself. Well, if you look at your blood and, you know, you go to a standard emergency room, the first thing they do is they put you on an IV drip, which is a saline solution. So the human body has been very, very effective at using a very simple technology to keep itself incredibly well regulated. And your aim is to scale that process on a sort of biological scale up to an industrial scale and replace the air conditioners that we currently have in operation. Let's do a comparison test if we could. The air conditioners we have now cool how, and the air conditioners you envision cool in what way? Well, so today's air conditioner takes a a harmful gas, you know, one of the worst greenhouse gases out there, a refrigerant, and compresses it using a a very uh, energy-intensive pump to a very, very high pressure. And then it releases that pressure through a tiny little orifice into a, a, a chamber. And as that gas expands, it cools down. And then we use that cooling. We drive a fan across that, and that cools the room. So very in- energy intensive. And if you think about it, it has to cool. And if you ever stand in front of an air conditioner, much, much colder than it really needs to. You know, on, on a hot day, it may be 100 degrees out there. And you really need to cool the human to maybe 70, 75. So... Ask yourself the question, when you stand in front of that air conditioner and you feel that biting cold air coming out of it, why is it so cold? And the answer is they overcool the air to remove the moisture. I see. That's why you see the ice on the coils all the time. That's why you see the ice on the coils. And And that's why it drips on your head when you're walking around in the city. And that's why we waste so much electricity is that we've combined two things, the humidity in the air around you and the, the temperature we've We've used one engine to solve both problems, and that makes it inefficient. All right, so now you would not use electricity. You would simply take water and salt, and how would you cool air? So what we do is we take salt, which I think everybody recognizes a regular table salt will absorb moisture. We take a liquid salt solution. We blow air across it using a very low-power fan, and that absorbs the moisture in the air. Now that solution that we have, that salt water solution, is full of moisture, we uh, pump that up to the ro- up to your roof where the sun dries that salt solution and then we bring it back down once it's dry and and so now all you've done is you've taken the heat, the moisture out of the air using just the sun and that is a big part of the the energy that you need in an air conditioner right now you still have to cool it now you have dry air at 100 degrees if if it's a hot day and it's dry you don't feel uncomfortable oh it's not the heat it's the humidity so first you take the humidity out then you do the cooling how do you do that now you can just evaporate a little bit of water uh, back into this over-dry air because we've dried it more than we need to. And now we just evaporate a little bit of water again, just pure water, and that cools the air. And now you've got a cool room again with, a, with a, just the right amount of moisture added. And that's the cooling that I feel when I blow on my wet hand in the middle of the summer. That cooling, that evaporative cooling is exactly what you're using on water in your new kind of air conditioner. That's correct. And so you can see both of them just use the sun. And the only thing we need is one fan to maybe move the air. So what's the energy savings? So what we're seeing is, depending on the humidity, you can save anywhere from 50 to 80% of the power of an, of an, a traditional air conditioner. 
um, just using the sun. 50 to 80 percent. So, you know, for, does this scale up for like a building, for a, an airplane, for a house, for a, a store? So what we're looking at is that our first target market will all be the big supermarkets. And so you're familiar with the huge big supermarkets, these superstores. Sure. They use – they're the energy hogs in, in California and elsewhere. So what we do there is we're going to go after them first because if we can make it in, a, a difference there, it's going to be a huge saving net-net uh, to the states. Um, they all have these big refrigerator cases, and every time you open the door and take your ice cream out, you see all that cold, moist air billowing out. So if you can control the humidity in a supermarket, you can lower the energy consumption dramatically. So part of it is technology. Part of it is convincing ourselves not to waste energy because we need the cold so much. And then it's, it's also strategic. You make things that can run all the time extremely cheaply, and then uh, houses and rooms don't warm up and have to be cooled down. That's correct. And, you know, and that's why you start with the big stores first because they – if you think about a big uh, department store or a big supermarket, they run their air conditioner 24 hours a day. They can never turn it off because they have to control the humidity in the uh, room, in, in the store. So as far as I can tell, water is pretty abundant. Salt is pretty abundant. What's the hard part here? Uh, the hard part was making sure the salt didn't go into the air because, you know, you, if you live by the coast, you've always noticed that the salt uh, spray from the ocean corrodes your cars. Right. So the, the last thing we want to do is start spewing salt into the store and start corroding all the cans. I think the consumers will start looking a bit negatively on that. So Agreed. The, yeah, the hard part has been to stop the salt from going into the air once you blow the air across it. And that, that required some of these very fancy membranes uh, to be first developed. It's always it's always a plastic at the bottom of anything. Well, uh, well, John, you know, good luck to you. Uh, if I was a venture capitalist, would you need a gigantic check from me to get started on a pilot, or are you pretty much set? We're pretty much set. Maybe a small check, but you know, not not a lot right. of money. Yeah. Well, uh, John Webley, uh, CEO of PAX Streamline, looking to innovate air conditioning as a way of reducing energy consumption in all kinds of places, but beginning with supermarkets and big box stores. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. And we're going to hear more from John Hockenberry tomorrow. He's still on assignment on the West Coast for our special series, Power Trip. And we're looking at the future of energy. We've been asking you all week about how you're dealing with energy. And we want to hear from you. What shortcuts or compromises do you make to stay energy efficient? Maybe you drive an SUV, but it's a hybrid. Or you buy wine imported from France, but apples from your local farmer. What kind of trade-offs are you making? Give us a call, 8778 take or email us at mytake at thetakeaway.org. 